Welcome to the 360 Degrees Teacher Podcast. My name is Amaka Victory in Babel. Now, the 360 Degrees Teacher Podcast is an expression of the 360 Degrees Teacher concept, which is a platform that is targeted at reaching all stakeholders in Nigerian education sector for the benefit of the learner. This is done through training of educators, parents and students, sharing teachers' experiences and exposing the challenges of the Nigerian education sector in order to provide solutions to them. Today's podcast is titled The School That Would Thrive. The School That Would Thrive. Okay, now, the thing is that we have a lot of schools. Now I'm talking about both private schools, private-owned schools or government-owned schools. For your school to thrive, I, I think you should know um, certain things that would help your school to thrive in all season. Okay, we have a lot of schools <laughs> that are just schools. There's nothing unique about these schools, you see. So in today's podcast, I will be exposing some of the things that you can do as a school owner, as a school leader, so that your school would thrive every time in all situations at all seasons, right? Good. So let's get right to it. First, the school that would thrive should be very flexible. It should be an evolving school. It should be a school that is not rigid as regards its concept, as regards whatever it is doing. Now, this means that the school understands the fact that times would change, right? So you, the school is actually positioned to understand the trends in education, understand the times that are evolving, that are changing, and the school is actually positioned not just to understand it, but to strategically also evolve, strategically also move with the times while maintaining its standard. So a lot of schools don't even know what is trending in education sector. They don't even know what is obtainable anymore. They're not even aware that something has changed in the education sector and without this knowledge it will be very difficult for such a school to thrive now i'm going to give you an instance during the pandemic a lot of schools were in lockdown many school owners had to close their schools they actually thought that the pandemic would pass and when it does that things will return to normal as we used to know it (laughs) so um what happened we witnessed the pandemic uh, it was so long and schools remained closed and i can tell you that categorically a lot of schools closed down like literally closed down after the pandemic just because they were not positioned enough to know what to do to know how to thrive in such time so as a school owner as a school leader Are you aware? Are you doing your constant research? Are you aware of what is happening? Not just in your locale, but then in the global community. Do you know what you should be doing now? 
Have you seen that? So you need to be an evolving school, very flexible, so that you can thrive. Another thing that would make your school to thrive as a school owner, a school, a school leader, a principal, a headmistress, um, is that you need to, your school needs to be unique. <laughs> what is that thing that is unique about your school? So I'm going to tell you something. I've observed that when you get to a particular region or a particular um, location, when you research all the schools there, you will find out that all the schools in that area seem to be similar, both in administration, both in the way they teach. And I'm like, okay, so there's nothing unique about these schools a lot, most often. Have you seen that? So what is unique about your school? That means both in your vision, both in your mission, and both in your action. Now, a lot of schools have amazing mission statement, great vision statement, but when it comes to action or execution, they have nothing. Their actions don't match the mission. The action don't match the vision. And you're wondering, so there's nothing unique about the school, nothing, nothing. So the school has not even created a niche for itself. So as a school owner, decide what do I want my school to be known for? Do I want my school to be known as such a school where all the students are excellent in behavior, in academics, in social skills? What do I want my school to be known for? Now, once you identify it, it's not just about your putting it in the mission statement. It's not about your putting it in the vision statement. It goes beyond that. How would I then make sure I communicate this to all the members of the staff and also make sure that I communicate this to all the stakeholders, you know, in uh, all the stakeholders including the parents, the learners, the teachers, the staff, the support staff, and everybody, so that they can help you carry this along. This would actually help you create a niche so that when they talk about the school, they say, ah, this school, oh, they are known for this thing. This school, ah, they are known for this thing. And that brings me to the next thing, standard. Once you have created a niche for yourself, you are known for something, you are unique. That means this is your standard. Now, let me tell you this. This would actually help you as a school leader so that your school will stand for something. Look, you know this thing of trying to see your school as a business where you're trying to reach all parents, all customers. Let me tell you, once you stand for something, you won't fall for everything. Let this be known. Let it be known that this is what the school stands for. So that means you're not ready to compromise. You're not ready no matter what, no matter who the person is, you can't compromise because this is what the school is known for, known for something. Look, if you are known for something, the people that want that thing that you're known for would come. I see a lot of schools, they compromise a lot just because they're trying to keep a particular parent in the school. It is so wrong. It is wrong. 
let the school okay let i'm gonna give you an instance let me say that in the in your particular school you are not just concerned about academic about the academic um, qualification of the child or of the learner, but you are also very interested in how to harness the learner's um, skills and potentials in order to make sure that, um, in order to identify what a particular child has been put on the earth to do and also helping that particular child to thrive. If that is what your school is known for, that means you're not just concerned about academics. That means you are also interested in social activities, right? Now, let's assume that a parent comes to you and tells you that the social, the social activity in the school is um, is too much. I, why can't you just concentrate on this, on learning, on making this, 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 blah, 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 right? <laughs> but because you know what you're trying to do because you have seen the vision and you are so proud of your vision. You can't, you tell the person, the parent, if you think that this school is not a school for your child, please ma'am, with your respect, you can take your child to another school where you think your child's learning needs will be met. But we see a lot of schools try to compromise, no standard no uniqueness you're not known for anything so you start falling for everything just because you want to keep and the funny thing is that these parents will still go behind your back and talk about the school mm, that's cool mm, they don't know anything what standard they have no standard they're still the ones the ones you're trying to please are still the ones that will go behind you and rubbish you and that will make your school not thrive so be known for something please Another thing I've talked about standards. I've talked. I've talked about creating a niche for yourself. Now, another thing I want us to talk about is leveraging social media. If you want your school to thrive, <laughs> dear school owner, dear school leader, please leverage social media. I mean, in this time, if you're not leveraging technology, what are you doing? I see a lot of amazing schools that don't even have Instagram handle. Ha! You don't have Facebook account. You don't have a website as a school. Are you kidding? Seriously? In these times? <laughs> when we have a lot of people trying to... You know, when you tell someone something about your business, the person will want to check you out on Instagram or Facebook or, you know, check out your website and you have nothing. A lot of people, a lot of schools actually have a handle on Instagram or Twitter, but then when you check it, you will see that the last time they posted was three months ago. Yeah, or you're posting relevant thing. So, please, please employ a social media manager. Employ a social media manager for crying out loud. Please. See, in this time, <laughs> visibility is very important. I, I know a lot of schools who are doing amazingly well, but nobody knows them. Nobody knows them, so the population keeps revolving around a particular figure. And you want to thrive <laughs> when i know that you need money to actually run the school and also to to you know make your vision come alive but nobody knows what you're doing nobody knows nobody's aware you're not visible please employ a social media manager and if you think you can't afford to get the heart of one of your employees who actually love who actually rather loves um, social media 
you know maybe instagram or facebook let the person handle that you know make it in such a way that the person would enjoy doing it all i'm trying to say is that please please make sure you're visible on social media please it's very important if you must drive now another thing i want us to talk about is how you treat your workers as a school leader as a school owner as a principal how you're treating your workers look your workers will market your school or demarket it especially your teachers how do you how are you treating your teachers are you treating them like slaves without respect you are just respecting your teachers <laughs> see teachers are going out there they're talking they go for home lessons they're talking they're talking about your school so what are they saying what are they saying yes if you treat them right of course unconsciously they will talk about where they work they will say oh my goodness i love the school they treat us right and all that and all that and it's a plus one once they say something good about your school it is plus one but once they say something negative about your school you know you can never tell you see so how are you treating your staff your teachers how are you treating the support staff how are you treating your parents are you being partial you know when it comes to a particular child you would discipline the child in such a way that you someone would begin to wonder what did the child do to you but when it comes to another you will look the other way just because the parents of that particular child is your friend or is very influential in the society you think people are not watching the learners are actually watching so how do you treat your parents how do you treat your teachers in front of your parents and in front of your learners a lot of school owners and school leaders scream and shout at your teachers that is so unprofessional really please if you want your school to thrive you need to pay attention to these things Hmm. Okay. So, you also need to be sympathetic. Yes, as a school, we know that um, a lot of parents have actually owed you in the past and you think you can't be sympathetic again. But no matter what, you need to be sympathetic to the plight of your learners, of your teachers, of your parents. You see, you need to actually create an environment that is... um that gives the notion of a family yes students can actually come and feel at home parents can come and feel at home teachers would come and feel at home these are the things that will make your school thrive yes instead of just complaining about um a particular population looking for who is actually against you or who is not against you do the needful do the needful create a niche for yourself as a school be flexible be very open to learning how often do you send your teachers for training how often do you even train yourself how often do you even even reflect ask sit your teachers down and ask have family meetings with the whole school how often do you do that how often you know do you ask for feedbacks from your parents from your learners from your teachers have you seen that do you respect your teachers have you seen that 
does your school have standards? Hmm. Have you created a niche for your school? What is your school known for? Very important. Better go sit down and find out what you want your school to be known for as a school leader, as a school principal, as a school owner. Go find out what you actually want your school to be known for. It's very important. Leverage social media. Please employ a social media manager. It's also very, very important. Then treat all your teachers right. Then the last one is community service. <laughs> you see this one eh? It's very important. Do you know that saying that charity begins at home? Good. So I'm going to give you an instance or rather an example. Something that happened in a school where I actually taught. Now, <laughs> community service entails that where your school is located, you should actually do something for the community for you to be known. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna give you an instance. There, um, I taught in a particular school in Amuwa Dafe. So, one particular um, term, the school decided that we would do community service in the estate. We would actually clean up the um, estate, you know, and when the school with the students actually, so we all um, fixed a date, and on that particular day. We went out there, we cleaned the estate, we, we actually, um, students actually use um, cutlass to actually clear up the estate. And the estate residents, we are so, they were so amazed, they, they took videos, they, and after that a particular occasion, <laughs> the next term, a lot of people in the estate came to the school. They made inquiries. They actually brought their children to the school. They then um, invited their friends to come to the school, you know? So it was really a strategic marketing. So community service is very important, you see? So imagine, who knows the videos they took? Do you know where um, those videos got, um, where they actually got to? Very important. So community service, what have you done for the estate where your school is located? Charity begins at home. Have you ever wondered why you would have an amazing school in a particular estate, but all the residents <laughs> of, this, of that particular estate will leave your school and go to another school? Mm, think about it. So very important, community service. Think about what you can do for the estate. You know, I see a lot of schools in estates with bad roads and they do nothing about it. And they expect their parents to actually drive and such roads to bring their words to school. Wow, wow. Please, as a school owner, as a school leader, think about these things in order to make your school thrive very very important i want your school to thrive i want your school to be known for something imagine school a is known for this specific thing school b is known for this specific thing that means um, parents would actually take their children to schools that would meet their students uh, or their world's learning needs have you seen that what i see just um schools copying one another oh what is this school doing how how, how is this school thriving you copy what what you don't even have a vision for your business as a school owner wow you need to really rethink things okay so that is my take that is my advice for you make sure you are very intentional about 
your school make sure you're not just not just any other business make sure you are actually trying to meet the learning needs of learners remember that no matter what your major client is your learner yes the parent is just paying for the learner the major major client you have is your learner so please and all the learners you have in your school please let's be intentional about what we do so that is that remember to follow me on instagram at the free sister degree teacher my name is a victory bye bye